Welcome to Set for Stun. My name is Ron. And I'm Drew. And we're going to talk about everything from mouse droids to midichlorians. So strap in and get ready to make the jump to light speed. Welcome everybody to today's episode. Last time we took a basic look into the amazing special effects that Star Wars has put out, as well as talking about how Star Wars was a huge influence on all of cinema. Today we're going to be covering what is possibly my favorite part in the making of the Star Wars movies, sound design. Ben Burt was the lead sound designer on Star Wars, and he's accredited to making most, if not all, of the sounds that you hear in the movies. One of the most iconic sounds to me that he created was the lightsaber sound. The hum of the lightsaber was created using a combination of old movie projector sounds, the hum that it would just give off while running, and also a hum of an old tube TV. And Ben actually discovered this accidentally when he was walking across the room that he was in with a mic, and the mic just passed over close enough to the tube TV, and he noticed a hum that happened in the recording, and, you know, he thought it sounded cool and just decided to combine it with the projector hum that he already had. The swoosh sound effect that you hear from the lightsabers was actually created taking a mic and waving it around in front of a big amp, and that creates a Doppler effect, which creates the sound. I think personally one of my favorite sounds from like the entirety of the Star Wars like trilogy is honestly the Imperial Walkers. Do you know how they, those were made? What's your guess to that? Oh yeah, I actually do know how those were made. It's Ben Burt actually took sounds from an old creaky dump truck that was out in front of his house and he recorded that and that's that he you know tweaked it a little bit. I think he pitched it down slightly. And see that that is true. There's actually a little more to it because there's like oh, yeah. you know with sound design they have to layer it and mm-hmm. everything. Uh, a, a, along with the dump truck that was just by his house, he as well also uh, it's the uh, it's a modified sound of uh, a machinist like like punch press. You know, like the, mm-hmm. those like big machines that'll come down and squish objects. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's like one of those, so you can kind of hear that with the like the sound. It, I can't make it. I can't make yeah, that well, sound. Well, but there's also like on top of that, they also added just the sound of bicycle chains hitting concrete. Oh, that's cool. So there's just a whole bunch of just metal. I, yeah, I can kind of hear it, like now that I hear the bicycle chains hitting, I can kind yeah. of hear that. Yeah. As the... soon as you hear that, you can immediately hear yeah, it. Just yeah. that. Uh, that's why I, that's one of my favorite sounds out of like all of Star. Wars is just it's just this all these layers just to make this huge metal sounding just thing it's so cool how they could just take all that oh yeah I think as far as the sounds go mechanically it's really cool one of the ones I also like is the slave one Boba's ship there's it's used using a combination of like a 1971 Dodge Duster's horn the whine of a trumpet an odd mix of brass and between those two just to create the sound and it's it's just cool, all the different sound effects that he used. But honestly, on the ATs for a second, their design's kind of weird. From a tactical standpoint, you, you have these giant things just walking. And if they fall, they're, they're just going to be destroyed because that's how the rebels ended up beating him. No, that's what I've always thought about. That just the way you beat these things is just tie their legs up and yep. wait for them to knock themselves over. <laughs> but that's not what matters. The fact that matters is that they looked really cool. <laughs> They still no, look cool. I always, like, even as a child, I had, like, a, 
it was like a toy ATAT, but it was at least like half the size of me as like an eight year old kid. It was one of the, oh, I, cool. I played with it every single day, and I would just pretend like I was invading Hoth in my bedroom, <laughs> and I would just be I would sit there and I'd make the noises. Yeah. I'd literally sit there and I'd just go. You know, like all that stuff. Yeah, I I was having a bl- the ATAT used to literally be like my favorite like Star Wars vehicle. I like the ATAT. It's such a cool looking I, thing. I have it's it's funny because it's discolored now because it sat in my window for the better part of ten years when I was in high school, and it's just it's a micro machine of the ATATs. Oh yeah, and it, it like it has a little door. On I the used side to have a micro up. machine. I think it was actually the, Mill- the Millennium Falcon. I have, a, I have a micro machine of the X-Wing that doesn't have the blasters on it See, anymore. that I'm jealous of because second on my list of favorite vehicles is the X-Wing. Yeah. Just because the X-Wing's awesome. Random vehicle tangent. Random but vehicle tangent. Back on sound design, one of the cool things that I discovered in the sound design was actually in Revenge of the Sith with General Grievous. You know how he always had that cough? Yeah. Which, on another tangent... Do you know who gave him the cough? I do actually. That was Mace Windu. Yes, it was. I do actually he know that. He ripped out backstory. his like lungs, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I remember hearing about that, and I was like, "That's freaking sick." Mace I, Windu is like one of the greatest Jedi ever. He, he, I think he actually is supposed to be the best at like lightsaber fighting and everything. No, he is. Like that's. I think that's like the reason his is purple is yeah. because he uses. I think I've, like yeah. from both sides. Well, I mean, the real reason it's purple is because Samuel L. Jackson wanted a purple. He lightsaber. wanted a purple. That's, that's really I don't the real blame reason. him. because yeah. it's y- Sam. Jackson. If you know me, my favorite color is purple. I would have been like, hey, George, give me a purple lightsaber. <laughs> All right, so Grievous and his cough. Yes. Do you know how they got his cough for the sound? How? I genuinely... Oh, here. Hold on. Let me give a guess. Um, it, well, obviously, someone recorded a cough because it's a cough. Obviously. It's just who, who did it. So what's funny about that is at the beginning of filming for Revenge of the Sith, George Lucas actually had bronchitis. Really? And I think Ben Burt literally recorded his cough and just edited it a little bit. And so Grievous's cough is George Lucas. That's actually amazing, to be honest. Just constantly hearing just... If you just thinking about it now, just thinking about the movie Revenge of the Sith, like the entire first 20 minutes is... Grievous coughing. Yeah, grievous. <laughs> grievous. Listen, that's we've had this discussion. That's just how I say his name. It's it's, grie- it's grievous. There's no I. But uh, there's yeah. a lot of different languages throughout Star Wars, and one of the ones that is interesting to me is the Jawas, the little the little short hooded brown creatures. <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially what they sound like. This, the horrible I, that's my favorite language. But it's actually a real language. So it's actually no, it's an not. African language called Zulu. And I do know that Bert language. Bert actually, like, he had actors voice the scripts he wrote. And out of the, those recordings, he sped them up and raised the pitch and Jawaese was born. That's... So they're genuinely saying sentences. Yes. yes. Oh, I did not realize it was straight up. Ju- what like did you they say? legit have actual lines, but it's in Zulu. That's and honestly sped up funny and because I, up. Well, I was going to say I know Zulu. I don't know Zulu. <sighs> I know of the language. Do, I just do you didn't... know Zulu, Drew? Let's let's hear it. Speak Zulu right now. Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
another really cool sound uh, design that they did. Do you know how they did the laser blasts for like just guns? Oh no. What they did for that, so you know, like, telephone wires, how they'll have, like, uh, a guide wire that's running from, like, the wooden pole all the way down into the ground. Yeah. They'll have just, yeah. So, basically, they took, like, a hammer or just some kind of, like, metal tool and just whacked it. Oh. And it just made that, that like, noise all that's the way cool. up. I've actually kind of done that before. Yeah, that's exactly how they made that noise. That's cool. It's, and so you did it, and you were like, that sounds like the Star Wars blaster. Probably. Yeah, that's literally exactly how they did it. So what's actually cool is that one of the more iconic sounds is from the Tusken Raiders on Tatooine. The <laughs> Are you meaning to tell me that's not just some dude doing that? No, it's, it's actually a donkey. Okay, you know what? Now that you're saying yeah, that, I can hear it. It's just a braying donkey, and it's altered at various speeds and pitches to kind of change it up a little bit. That's, yeah, honestly, it's, I can they're, hear they're, it. They're, so, I can really hear it. So, um, this will probably need to get edited out, but the Tusken Raiders are just jackasses. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You're not wrong. Uh, now that you put it like that, yeah, you're completely 100% correct. Did you know that uh, for R2-D2... Apparently, 50% of the droid's voice is generated electronically, but the rest is a combination of blending water pipes, whistles, and vocalizations from Bert. I think I had heard the Bert thing before. I knew I knew I had heard something like somebody definitely sat there and just recorded themselves beeping. Yeah. But there, I knew it wasn't just that because that's the thing with Star Wars. You can like tell with any of the noises, there's like 900 different things going on with each of them. And like on to, like to add on to that, one of my fa- like one of my other favorite uh, sounds that they have in Star Wars is the Tie Fighter noise. Oh yeah, so the Tie Fighter noise. Do you know how it was created? I remember part of it being an elephant. So it's actually a sample from a screaming elephant from the 1958 Errol Flynn adventure of Roots of Heaven, and it's combined with the swoosh of a car driving on wet pavement. And Bert said he gave the sound to the TIE Fighters because he had no other alternative. And when his colleagues flipped for it, it stayed in. Honestly, I'm glad that it stayed Me in. Me too. Because it's I really such like, a cool freaking it noise. It's, I, I can't even begin to replicate it, but it's honestly one of my favorite Star Wars sounds. <laughs> No, nope. not even close. Yeah, yeah that, was te- that was terrible. <laughs> listen, listen. It, it, I, it, it was that was Drew's Tie Fighter. That's the one I fly. That's what mine sounds like. So is it broken? Uh, y- there's a lot that needs to be fixed on it. <laughs> Just like your Jeep. Just like my Jeep. <laughs> okay, this. Listen, we're getting a little personal here. We don't need to bring up my my broke Jeep. <laughs> so one of the most iconic characters in Star Wars is obviously. Vader. The Wookiee Chewbacca. Oh, I thought you were going to be Vader. Okay. Well, Vader is too. There's there's a plethora of iconic characters within Star Wars. That's a whole other episode, though. Yeah. But there are actually many animals that were sampled for the roars and moans of everyone's favorite Wookiee, Chewbacca. And it was actually with four bears, a badger, a lion, a seal, a walrus from Long Beach who was sadly moaning because his pool had been emptied for cleaning. What? Man, why so, so was that just, so specific? 
I don't know why, but Did whoever they just emptied find that whoever, walrus that was how just dare crying. They? How dare they? How dare they? Like, you ruined that walrus's day. That was his pool. And honestly, how dare Bert for just walking no, I mean, and being like, I'm going to record you now. I would have done it too. I mean, I would have, but at least I would have helped. I just, I just imagined Bert, Ben Bert, just kind of running around with a microphone in front of. Oh, that sounds sounds pretty cool. Just, we can put it in just, Star Wars. Just the way that whatever you're reading put that. Just the, the fact that it was so specific on that. I know. With the walrus. It just makes me imagine that Ben was just running down the streets like everywhere and was just like Star Wars sounds, Star Wars sounds, Star Wars sounds. It's, yeah, it's what it seems like pretty much. He was. To, he, I mean, to be well, honest, he was super creative. That, for real, that just goes back to say, I mean, a lot of those sounds were pioneered by him, and they're, a lot of them have continued to use, be used today. Exactly. Like, there's so much that has been taken from his work that people still do now. Like, I've seen so many people, like, in today's movies still do stuff where they mix and match, like, animal noises or they, like, do actual practical stuff in, like, a room and yeah. record it for, like, say, say, like, they, like, took their phone against a desk and did this for footsteps. Yeah. Like, that's something that it people still yeah. do now. So, we're running short on time, but I think one of the most iconic sounds in not only Star Wars, but just pop culture movies and TV shows in general is the Wilhelm scream. Oh my, how could I forget? It's in every it's single in everything. one. It's in everything. Even in the it's new in like ones. everything. It's not even just in yeah, Star Wars. An, but I think Star Wars kind of coined it. It was coined before then. It was actually from a Western, I believe, where a man was just getting eaten alive by a crocodile. At this point, it's public domain, so that's why it's used everywhere. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the dude's character's name in that whatever movie that was, his name was Wilhelm, Wilhelm which is why it was called that. Well, that's actually all the time that we have today. I, I was late last time getting some power converters from Toshi Station. Are you late for anything today? I have a meetup with a few Jawas at a bar. What are you buying from some Jawas? You don't want to know. All right, see you next episode. <laughs>